This is What The Flux. I'm Justin. And I'm Maddie, and it's Friday the 29th of July. Maddie, great to have you on the pod. Maddie's also from You're In Good Company, like Sophie yesterday. Thanks for having me, Justin. Long-time listener, first-time hoster. Listen to this one. Twitter is taking us back to the MySpace era. They're testing a new feature. People in the test group can now add a status when they post a tweet, like unpopular opinion or potentially shower thoughts. Love it. The US Federal Reserve has announced yet another interest rate hike. Raising interest rates by 0.75%, the country has hit its highest inflation rate since 1981. That really, really hurts. Maddie, three exciting stories. Let's do it. For our first, Westpac has announced it will cut down lending to companies in the gas and oil industries by almost a quarter by 2030. Westpac is feeling the literal and (laughs) metaphoric heat. What is the story? Okay, so Westpac, we know, established in 1817. They're Australia's third largest lender. And they've been in the news quite a bit lately. They've supposedly got a new digital home loan product. They're also maybe shutting down a hundred of their branches pretty soon. In May, Westpac announced a plan to stop lending to companies when more than 5% of the revenue comes from thermal coal mining. And now they've gone one better. Westpac announced they're going to cut lending to companies that are involved in the oil and gas industries by almost a quarter by 2030. The coal policy is part of their membership in the United Nations Net Zero Banking Alliance. So Maddie, what is the key learning here? The United Nations Net Zero Banking Alliance is a group designed to encourage banks to go greener sooner. And to become a signatory, banks need to make certain commitments. We're talking things like immediate emission reduction targets for 2030 or sooner. 115 banks across 41 countries yep. totaling $70 trillion in total assets. That is assets. a lot. And Maddie, about 40% of banking assets globally have already committed to this. Pretty good. Westpac is the third of the big four to join the Net Zero by 2030 pledge after C. CBA and NAB signed up. But ANZ, they're lagging behind. For our second story, Facebook and Instagram's parent company, Meta, they've posted their first revenue decline in their history. Oh no, what has happened with Meta? (laughs) Okay, so we know Meta, they've kind of been struggling a bit over the last six months. They shut down their very own cryptocurrency, DM. They are giving Instagram a TikTok facelift and Zuck is at it again, (laughs) telling staff to quit if they can't handle the heat. Pretty savage, you ask me. Now, Maddie, Meta announced profit for April to June this year of $6.69 billion. US dollars. That's a 36% decrease on the same time last year. And the reason? Well, ad spending's down and as we mentioned, TikTok, the competition is rife. But it is a pretty strange position for Meta to be in because it's only known growth, growth and growth since its beginning. So what is the key learning here? Since Meta, or Facebook, launched, it's seen growth in revenue year on year and growth in users year on year too. It's become not only an expectation, but almost a right. Until now, that is. And Maddie, Meta's now realised that growth isn't always exponential. So now, to get that exponential growth back, it's laying a big bet on the metaverse to return it to growth. That is Meta's augmented reality and 3D internal project. <laughs> and they're pretty much throwing everything into it. They actually even changed their name to Meta for it. Global spending on augmented and virtual reality is expected to rise from $12 billion in 2020 to $72.8 wow. billion in 
2024. Which I guess is why all the big players like Meta are jostling to get into a pretty powerful position in this soon-to-be very important arena. For our third and final story, Shopify is laying off 10% of its staff after it admitted it went too hard too soon on the growth of online shopping. I have to say, I think my colleagues would disagree with you on that one (laughs) after seeing how much online shopping I do, but what is happening here? (laughs) Okay, so Shopify, they're the e-commerce platform. They provide digital infrastructure for online stores, as well as point of sale systems. It manages infrastructure for JB Mm Hi-Fi, as well as Pepsi and Nestle. Mm -hmm. Shopify is one of the pandemic business success stories, but as COVID restrictions ease, they've really started to struggle. So Shopify staff was sent an email by the CEO that 10% of people would be fired, and get this, by the end of the day. That is some scary stuff, Justin. That is roughly 1,000 people, including Aussie staff. And the reason was because Shopify's leader said they made a pandemic bet that just didn't pay off. In other words, they expected the world to permanently shift from physical retail to e-commerce, but it hasn't quite been the case. And they aren't the only company to do this. So what is the key learning here? During the pandemic, everyone believed it accelerated a shift from one behaviour to another. We always heard the new normal. While some trends from the pandemic have remained, Mm -hmm. many companies are seeing trends revert back to pre-pandemic. We've seen e-commerce companies like Adore Beauty see their sales slow, Peloton ended up pausing production and revising down their forecasts. Actually, on next week's episode of Your In Good Company, we chat about investing in Lululemon and its Mm. failed acquisition of Mirror, which is literally a home workout playing (laughs) Mirror. I love that. Whereas Zoom, they've kind of remained strong. Maddie, great to have you and Sophie on the podcast the last two days. Where can we find your In Good Company? Sophie and I are talking all things you need to know about getting started investing Mm -hmm. on your In Good Company wherever you get your podcasts or follow us on Instagram at YRGC Podcast. Flux family, if you're enjoying What The Flux, make sure you scroll up, hit that five-star rating and give us a nice review. Maddie, thanks again for joining me on the pod. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Monday.